Welcome to Stuck at Home with Cliff Dorfman and Jason Smith. Here are your hosts, Jason Smith and Cliff Dorfman. Hey, hold on. There's like a lot's going wrong already today. Huzzah! Hello! Oh my God, what's going on there? Welcome to a new episode of Stuck at Home. A home with me, Cliff Dorfman, and, and the Invisible Man. If and the not. Invisible Jason. I was trying to put the head on, but I couldn't find my button to get this thing started. Um, That's why we were... Oh, so this is the greens? Oh, my Lord. There. Look at this. It's supposed to be Hat Friday, but apparently it is Ghost Friday. I got a, I got a, I got a full-body green screen shoot in the mail today. This is fantastic. What can so, you do um, this? Yeah, so I could drink my drink. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's. I'm still working on the lighting, but so here's the deal. We have a guest today, but it's our first phone guest, and so we're not going to be able to see his face. And I felt bad. I feel like, well, <laughs> solidarity with our with our new guest. I have to say that this is a this is bizarre. I've never really seen someone wear the the green screen suit, and yeah, he's literally he can become almost the invisible man. He's like the translucent man. I could make I could make it invisible if I wanted to. I just got to adjust my lights a little bit. I could be pure, but I I kind of like the idea of it having it so it kind of reflects a little bit. So I, I feel it. like it's kind because of the outfit and because of the way the colors kind of work, it makes me feel very legendary. Like I should be voguing, lots of voguing, very serious dances with eyes, your face. But, can you do stuff like? Can you turn yourself into a koala bear? No, because I'm green screen, so I could turn myself into the background. I don't have the little balls. I'm, I, I can, I can blend in with the chroma key, so I could float around. I could like, ooh, hold on. It's my summons for not paying my taxes. <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> the ghost of IRS past. Got it. All right, so. This is so bizarre, I have to tell you. Like, I, I've had a weird 24 hours, and this might cap it off completely. I'm glad it's the weekend. I, I, I never thought I'd... Yeah, he just keeps disappearing his face. So, like, half his face, he's pulling the mask up, so then half his face disappears, and then his forehead's just there, and the headphones. It's very odd, man. It's, it's, it's very funny. surreal. <laughs> I was just thinking, I wonder if there's a green suit that's big enough to cover my whole forehead. Kind of. Yeah, you just did it. You disappeared. You went right into the background. You're now the studio. You remember that uh, the, those old World War II Kilroy, that little character that had. Where's Kilroy? <laughs> Where's Waldo? <laughs> remember that? It's Kilroy, my own, I kind of uh, remember. It's my, it's my own Marauder suit. So, but yeah. Uh, he's taking it off now, ladies and gentlemen. Go. So we're we get, back to we get the, the uh, But that that is uh, that is my new favorite toy. So I, that's how I'm going to deal with. Uh, you know, I tell you, I do Sunday afternoon um, <laughs> game nights or game days with yep. my family. That family, that's yeah. the new one this week. By the way, fantastic. So they never know when you're there. <laughs> but I say don't tell them. Oh, now they're going to know. They watch the show. That's all right. I also got green in. cups. Yeah, what, did you really? Do those green cups? These are green cups. <laughs> the green, uh, instead of the red solos, you get the green solos? Yep. We got green solos. We're having a fascinating conversation today. We have a guest today, because we should get into this, right? Because, yep. Uh, yep. And then we can BS the rest of the day out, right? Because we got yep. some content, some good stuff to talk about. Yeah, Absolutely. We have an amazing guest today. It was Joe Adelaine from New York Magazine and Vulture's uh, Buffing, Buffering, by the way. This newsletter that he writes on Vulture is fantastic. Jason, you've read this, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And it's our, our producer Scott's favorite thing. Like, this, basically, all you need to know about everything, you can just ask Joe. So that's what we're about to do. So we don't have him on video, but... I was so psyched to have him that we're like, oh, okay, let's let him call in. Let's yeah. talk. So Just pretend he's under the green screen with me where they gather. <laughs> I All right, so I know what I'm Jason. I'm Jason. I'm Joe. No, I'm not. I'm just still Jason. <laughs> All right, so then I'm just going to bring him on. You know, uh, barring anything else, Jason does, ladies and gentlemen, Joe Adeline. Hey, yeah. Joe, how are you? What's I'm up, good. Joe? I'm good. Uh, I'm sorry that I'm so, uh, you know, camera shy, but thank you. Oh no, don't worry about it. Like Me too. I said, glad to have you. Glad to have you either way. We got your intellect. That's what we're that's what we're looking for. So it's, it's, it's sag rule. Say I can't do video podcasts. Sorry. So 
Is that I like what it is it. now? <laughs> so I like it. Just roll with it's that. Not bad at all. Yeah, that's 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 it. <laughs> Let's go with that. All right. So I don't know. I okay. So your last newsletter. Where to start, Jason? There's so much that I want to talk about with Joe, and we have a limited time. Direct me. I want to talk about. Okay, so we we talked about this a little bit with uh, Peacock and HBO Max, right? Mm-hmm. Is there any movement on this whole Roku thing? Because my HBO Go is leaving my Roku here in like two days. And yeah, I still, there's no carriage, I, right? I, I haven't seen any access. And I also, there's no Peacock on my PlayStation 4, so I can't get that one either, even if I want to play it on my game on my game console. I'm just curious if there's been any movement. I know this is part of the conversation that we were going to have. Sure. I, you know, I actually checked this morning. And then for anyone who's not aware, so what's going on right now is that there have been two big streaming services that have launched since Memorial, since right after Memorial Day, HBO Max um, and Peacock, which is part of NBC Universal. One's free. That's Peacock. Doesn't cost anything, although you can upgrade for more stuff. Um, and HBO Max is really just the newest way to get HBO. It's it's that's what it is. Um, and they're at a war right now with not just Roku, but also Amazon, which makes the Amazon Fire device, which you know doesn't have the sexy brand, but they actually are in about as many homes uh, as Roku. So they're both all fighting. Uh, those two platforms are fighting uh, with these bigger companies about putting their new services on there. And it's very complicated. It has to do with sharing advertising revenue, who gets to see the how uh, data, uh, the data that's associated with the sites. Like when you click on a certain number of shows, you know, Roku wants to be able to see that so they can sell more advertising. You probably don't know this. You figure I buy a Roku. It's just to get the stuff right. In it's fact, all about data, going, right, Joe? It's all about data. That's why it costs so little to get a TV set these days is because they're taking all your data and they're selling it to advertisers and goodbye privacy. That's a whole other that, thing. That, that's, that's really it. It's because that's why TVs are so cheap. I thought it's not a technology thing. It's actually it's, that they're using those smart TVs for look, data. Look, it's both. Absolutely. Technology makes everything cheaper, right? So that's there's absolutely that's part of it. Uh, but yeah, and I've not dug deep into this, but I've read multiple stories about this, um, uh, about how, in fact, uh, yeah, it's it's they get the TV sets. They want you to upgrade to the smart sets. It's the smart sets uh, that, that make it. You know, so so cheap uh, because they can they make money. Samsung makes money not just when you buy that. Used to be you bought a TV from Sony and that's it. They made their five hundred bucks, whatever it was. The only mm-hmm. time they got you is when you inevitably, inevitably had to go get it repaired, uh, which used to happen more often. Um, remember. remember TV repairmen? Do they even exist anymore? Um, they do. The, they're called the Geek Squad. <laughs> exactly. Or it's just buy another one because they're so cheap and it's cheaper. <laughs> that's right. Absolutely. Um, but but now they make money on you even after you're done. So the smart TV, the, I think the smart means you know they're smart to find ways to monetize it. Well, that same thing is happening with Roku and Amazon Fire devices. When Roku got started, it was just about getting you access to all the big streaming things. That's what they did. They want more money. They want to get bigger. They want to have a bigger operating margin. So um, they sell advertising. And, and it can be as simple as, you know, the home screen. When you go to Roku, you'll notice all those little billboards saying, hey, you should check out this show. You should check out this uh, this app. They're getting big money for that. That's a big thing. It's a big homepage. They also have their own thing called the Roku channel that sort of um, sells advertising that offers free TV. And it's, I'm getting way ahead of myself. But basically, it's it's No, I'm fascinated. No, I'm These fascinated. And I'm just learning about it myself, by the way. I, this, you know, I've been covering TV now, God, 25 years. Uh, but I mostly spent it covering like the old ways of doing TV, right? The networks, what goes Sundays at eight, you this know, what show goes West. after friends. Exactly. We all know that, right? Uh, yeah. Well, that's sort of dead. And now we're covering streaming. And uh, the bottom line is, in terms of to answer your question is, I think that maybe we're getting closer to a deal on Roku between HBO Max and Peacock only because, and this is reading tea leaves, perhaps too much into the tea leaves, but yesterday, AT&T, which owns HBO Max, on their um, quarterly earnings call, they went on a big thing about how horrible Amazon was and Amazon's preventing people from watching our, our HBO Max, and this is ridiculous. Didn't say a word about Roku. I can only think that's because they don't want to escalate tensions, and they're hoping. Doesn't mean there's a deal, but my sources say everyone's still talking. I think HBO uh, set that deadline. You actually have a few more days till HBO goes away. That's, I guess, what HBO now means. HBO goes off your Roku. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. uh, You know, because it wasn't just because now it's not just about people, you know, People who couldn't upgrade to Max, that's not a fun thing. But as long as they have HBO, most people are like, well, I never knew what Max was. Fine. You tell people like my mom, who's in the middle of watching Perry Mason, oh, by the way, you're not going to get to see the season finale of, 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 uh, of Perry Mason. She's pissed. It's like, what am I going to do? 
Um, so she's ready to get me, you know, to have her get an Apple TV or something so she can watch this stuff. Um, you have until July 31st is when it disappears. Um, and they're talking. And do I think they're going to make a deal? I think so, because, my God, if HBO suddenly wasn't able to be streamed on Roku, um, that's a big deal. Bigger for HBO than it is for Roku, I think. I uh, well, yes and no. I mean, short term, yes. I mean, look, HBO, look, HBO, most of HBO's subscriber base watches HBO the old-fashioned way. They watch it on a, on a TV set, right? Or at least they get it <laughs> so through a TV set. I don't know if everyone's way. watching anymore, but they get it through cable. Now, do you, do you subscribe to a cable package, you guys? Do you yes. guys actually? I do so, still have cable. So you I'll could tell you what I've still, done. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, Joe. Well, I was going to say, you can still watch your HBO the mm -hmm. old-fashioned way, right? But, yeah. you more, but you more often you stream it on Roku because it's easier, right? Right. And then, yeah, and, and then, you know, it's just, you know, I guess you can still do like the on-demand stuff on the 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 the, the cable yeah. box, but I don't, it just I, sucks. Yeah, it just sucks. And also, I mean, the cable is in the front room mostly for my wife and family because they watch a lot of like non-streamable stuff, like mostly mm -hmm. reality TV and all this stuff that's not necessarily on any of these packages. But in my room, um, there's no, we don't have a cable box. I use I I use only streaming services. Right. And I'll say this: mostly Joe, because I, the cable I, company charges you five dollars a box or ten dollars a box. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, not that's well, yeah, or DirecTV is leasing you a box that you're paying for and they get to keep. They're like, oh, it's exactly. 200 a year for the box, but, you know, we keep it anyway. Here, here's exactly. what I decided a year ago plus, uh, maybe a little longer. I decided that all broadcast TV is on the out. It's, 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 you know, within five years, I don't think it'll be direct TV or Spectrum or any of it. And I think TV sets might be very well on the way out, too. That's all I got. Please continue. <laughs> <laughs> and he drops it. All I got is everything. Everything will be disruptive. In five years, we're all going to be sitting in our car, right. listening to it, tell, drive us to uh, a remote viewing of all things. I have two words for you. Two words for you. I've actually seen the future. Corneal implants. <laughs> I don't think you're kidding. Yeah. Uh, you know, deep yeah, states. I really think you're serious. States. It's that, okay, so, that Trump second term agenda. Actually, we get Cornell implants, Fox News beamed right to our faces. It's, yeah, we can't we can't no. not have it. Okay, no, so, <laughs> that's the rules. Oh. Um, well, this is interesting because you were talking about in your newsletter yes uh, the, the other day, the, your most recent one uh, about these subscribers and and going up and where HBO Max was. They they had gained about two million subscribers. Wouldn't they be in jeopardy of losing that if they lost this deal? Oh, absolutely. I mean, HBO, the bigger company of Warner Media. I mean, it gets confusing because there's HBO and HBO Max are actually two separate divisions, but they're all together, yet they're run by different people. But for our conversation, let's just call them one. Um, yeah, the growth plan for Warner Media, which is to use HBO Max to get more people paying $15 a month for something called HBO, is absolutely threatened if they're not on Roku and still not on Amazon Fire. Um, the fact is, you know, I, and I didn't go too deep into it and, and, and I actually. You know, I, I just did a quick item in the newsletter because it came out just before we um, ship it out. Um, I um, was not massively impressed by those numbers because, you know, in technically everyone who gets HBO is supposed to be able to get HBO Max for free. And AT&T sort of admitted that a lot of people like you who have cable and get HBO did do the process of simply accessing HBO Max, which is most likely free. If you have DirecTV, Spectrum, all these other companies, they're, they're making it so you can get the HBO Max app for free. But if you don't have Roku, if you don't have an Amazon Fire, well, you haven't been able to access that. You don't know about it. And that's that was clear by the number that they put out there is that you know they they have 35 million who will get the hbo family but the actual hbo max of it all only about 1 million people were actually able to use their existing hbo experience mm -hmm. and upgrade to hbo max and that's that's not doing a lot because they want those people to start using max because there's a deeper user satisfaction they they you know well i, was well, I mean i think part of that's messaging too because i have hbo and i knew that about max and i uh, obviously i um, I'm on a podcast that talks about content all the time, so I should know what's going on. So I did, but I wasn't clear that HBO Max at first, when it right before it launched, it, that it was actually a replacement for HBO. I didn't. I had to have Scott that. get on the phone with me and walk me through it on my TV uh, with the Hulu until I finally got the app. It's, like it's 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 very just depending upon how you get it. It's very weird in that you know I had HBO Go um, through uh, Direct TV and on Apple TV. So for me, what happened mm -hmm. was it was seamless. I just woke up the morning it happened, and what I used to have as HBO Go was now HBO Max. Oh. And it was there, and so that would happen if you had, if and when they do a deal with Roku. 
that's what will most likely happen is your Roku device will just simply say, oh, this is now Max, and you're done. That's better. I mean, for me, what happened, you know, I, I now have HBO Go and HBO Max on my Xbox One because that's the only place I can install it, right? Mm -hmm. That's in the in a place where I can get it. So I have HBO, but I, I ha, it looks like a whole separate app. It looks like a whole separate program for me. Plus, I have DC Universe Online, which is still its kind of own thing, which is weird that they're not merging that one in. So I have three different programs for HBO now, but well, most of that now is accessible absolutely. through HBO Max. Right, and they're and they're half-assing the DC universe. Some of the stuff is is going to go on HBO Max, but not some of it. Same thing with Boomerang, and they say they only want your money once, but of course they're lying. Um, and uh, by the way, just so you know, the and pro tip for anyone listening who sort of prefers that old HBO only experience and doesn't want to see the Friends next to the Sopranos because that's sacrilege, um, and likes to be able to just find their stuff. You can go; it's sort of hidden. They don't make it. It should, it should be a little clear, but you can go down. They have these sort of little portals like TCM and 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 and. Mm -hmm. DC characters. If you just press HBO, you're basically sort of in the HBO experience of old. So if you don't mm. want all the new stuff polluting your HBO stuff, like for example, if you work for HBO and you can't believe you have to share, you know, <laughs> you know, next to some bad reality show that HBO Max executives ordered next to your, you know, finely tuned 50-year, mm. you know, brand, <laughs> um, then I'm sure they immediately go and, you know, oh, yeah, there you go. No, oh, no, 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 no. We got we're just Jason's putting up on the screen the HBO well, Max. You can do this is this is like Yeah, we don't mess around here, man. Level crap. My god. Uh, yeah, I'm showing the HBO hub. I yep. exactly yeah. hub. Thank you. That's the word that I was using. See. Yeah. You think I would know this since I write about it for a living. Portal. <laughs> it's all right, Joe. No one's holding you to anything here. We have no yeah. expectations. All right, so let me jump for a second. I do want to take some time and talk to you about Peacock a little, but yes. I, I kind of want to just jump across before we do that to Apple TV. And this, have you seen this Tom Hanks Greyhound? It's it's reportedly like a breakthrough hit, which I don't know. What is that? Does that surprise you? And by the way, what does that mean, breakthrough? It means that they leaked stuff to certain websites who said, hey, it's a big hit, but without actually seeing numbers. <laughs> um, yeah, and it I may feel. well be the case. And look, Apple TV probably has a lot of people with access to it. They don't, unlike all the other streaming services, Apple, and they might change this next week. I believe they report their quarterly earnings. They might sort of give some hint of how many people are actually subscribe, have access to it. You know, there mm -hmm. have been reports that I don't quite believe uh, that, that it would be only as, as much as 10 million, given the fact that they sell so many iPhones and that it's free for a year and you know it's pretty easy to cancel stuff on an apple device i would hope that they've gotten better you know sell through and or adaptation but whatever <laughs> i'm sure that people who have apple tv and use it regularly why not check out a tom hanks movie it's probably doing fine uh what does that mean i don't know they're buying more movies clearly they think that um there's something to be said and, and look it, it, it probably is it's 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 a tom hanks movie it's brand new now is it you know, I don't know how big of a blockbuster is, given that it's one of those niche Tom Hanks movies. It's World War II. I know my mom uh, went right. to go watch. She's like, ah, oh, it's World War II bomber pilots. She, she went, you know, some people will absolutely love that. A lot of people, it's not like, you know, Captain Phillips or, you know, yeah, it doesn't Julia pump Roberts my nads. Exactly. I'm saying. It so, just doesn't yeah. get my nads pumped at all. So <laughs> I feel like I haven't watched it. I'm the person, again, I don't know if Apple knows what they're doing, nor do I know if they care because they have so much of the marketplace. I think Apple knows what it's doing. Um, I think they're playing a different game than some of these other streamers. They don't want to be, you know, those of us who cover this uh, streaming world for a living sometimes get into the shorthand of it's the streaming wars. And, you know, can Apple can Apple take on Netflix? Apple doesn't try to take on Netflix. Netflix, they're not even trying to take on Hulu. In some ways, they're trying to take on HBO in that they want to be a place that you can go for sort of really good programming originals, um, a, a decent amount of it, but not too much, like mm -hmm. Netflix. Um, they're not going to have big library shows. Yes, they have Fraggle Rock because they've got some originals of Fraggle Rock, so they bought the library. But for right now, that's you know you don't want to go to Apple TV and binge stuff. They want to have stuff that catches your eyes. For some people, it's going to be one or two shows a year. They might watch the morning show. I love the morning show. You may me too. watch. Yeah, it was it was good. And Loved for me, it. what I. Would I pay $5 for a year for that? No, but I'd probably, if, if I feel like there are two or three shows, yes. I think Apple eventually has to bundle it with its other services. I feel that they would have a lot more uh, people just once the free trials expire. Uh, if, if you said, well, Apple Music TV and News, 
that might work. Apple mm-hmm. News has had some struggles. I feel like they can do mm-hmm. sort of an Amazon Prime style thing with Apple products. Uh, Matthew Ball, who is someone you should all find on Twitter. Uh, I don't remember his handle, but just Google. I think it's M Ball or something. Um, he's a very smart former Amazon executive who knows the streaming business far better than I probably ever will. Um, and he sort of calls for over a year or two. He's been saying Apple needs to do a sort of a Prime bundle. And I think they can make that work. Okay, so let's. We, uh, okay, so <laughs> this is interesting. So you talk about prime bundles, and we're talking about this streaming war. So let's take a second, if you don't mind, uh, to talk about Peacock. Uh, I was introduced to it from Jason. Like I was like, eh, I don't know, and then I saw the Thirty Rock thing, which was I thought the best upfront presentation that's ever been made in the world. Now, right. I personally, so let's start with me as someone who just doesn't understand. If I don't pay any money, I can, for example, watch the first episode of Agency, you know, Schwimmer show. And do they release ones weekly like a normal NBC or do I now only get to see the rest of the show if I buy the $5.99 a month? So um, here's how it works with Peacock. Uh, Peacock, over the next couple of years, wants to be so that it's free to everybody. That it's uh, in the same way right now. If you've got cable and you you know want to watch you know the U.S. shows on the USA app with advertising, you just enter in your logins. You get it that way. They want to make it so that however you get your TV, be it through cable, be it through something like Sling uh, or or YouTube TV, uh, be it or if you hit high speed broadband with certain companies, um, mm-hmm. maybe if you're in a market that has Comcast, you get sort of their internet products that you're basically getting for free. But for right now. If you have Comcast or Cox as your cable providers, you can get everything on Peacock for free with some advertising, but it's free. Uh, there are a few other um, sort of offers that are going to be coming on board uh, or a few other ways to get it for free. Eventually, everyone will be able to get it for free. For right now, though, um, I think they're going to do the first couple of episodes. You'll get two or three, and then they're going to upcharge you. But you'll still be able to see a lot of stuff in the Peacock library that's not originals for free. It just depends. I think, for example... Columbo and Murder, She Wrote, you can watch all that for free. Everybody <laughs> Loves Raymond, you got to be uh, pr- pr- premium. Um, obviously. Yeah, I'm sorry? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> obviously. So, yeah, obviously. It, it's all weird because, and the reason there's this sort of weirdness right now is Peacock is basically sort of the evolution of NBC Universal's whole cable empire so, and Comcast cable empire. So they right. get a lot of money, as you guys know. Uh, from cable operators for E and USA and Oxygen and CNBC and Sci-Fi, exactly. Um, And they've got carriage deals. They have to get the cable companies on board. So as they renegotiate their new deals, and they're going to because cable ratings are plummeting and the cable companies aren't going to keep paying the same amount per subscriber that they used to, they'll say, all right, give us access to blah, 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 so we get your subscribers. Pretty much their whole goal is over the next 18 months to two years, to make it so that everyone gets it for free. Everyone can still get it for free as long as you don't have Roku or Amazon Fire. But once that gets done, you can conceivably, everyone can get it for free, but it's a starter. And yeah, they're, right now, their plan is to release episodes weekly, and then at some point, the little paywall will go up and say, oh, you've been, you've been hooked on this David Schwimmer show. Give me $5 a month. And you'll have to okay. say, is it worth it? Yeah. Or you'll yeah. say, so, it's not worth it. Goodbye. Yeah, so but they're, everyone, they're, they're crack dealers, so allegedly. <laughs> Um, well, one of our, one of our stuff, listeners, you can still get that. You can, if yeah. you want to find Bolivian, you had to pay five dollars. If you want the street level stuff, it's still free. <laughs> so, um, one of our listeners, and I'm going to show you this. This is, you know, while we're talking about it. So, this is my my version of Peacock that I got. You know, it's free login, whatever. So, I want to. Li- this is number the second episode of that intelligence show. If I click that, it mounts me to buy premium. So, I can't watch hmm. anything past oh. that first episode right now. Those first um, episodes. Okay, well, now I know what the paywall is. I thought it was three they were doing, but apparently yeah. only one. So, well, and, and, and this brings me to a question from one of our listeners, Jesse, who was asking if, uh, if this is how Hulu rolled out back in the day. And my memory of Hulu was a, it was a little bit different. They didn't give you the full catalog, but they gave you the, the last two or three episodes. So you, you couldn't watch everything, but you got commercial versions of like the most current episode that was released and maybe the one from the or and maybe the last two but you couldn't so, say it was on episode 20 you can go back to one is that so, well so peacock is absolutely i've talked to executives there they're definitely going back to the og uh, hulu model which actually was completely free at first right when it first launched and it was mostly though hulu originally was all about next day reruns of shows that were on abc not cbs because cbs never joined but fox um nbc um and what it was is it was called a rolling five 
So Hulu would only have sort of the last five episodes in their library, and sometimes they would negotiate that, and that was it. But then some of their library stuff, though, and their originals, those were actually still free to everybody at first. You know, when they made, God, I'm trying to remember some of the, I think they made a, uh, Seth Meyers did an animated show. Oh, yeah, uh, the, 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 the Incredibles. The Incredible Wonderfuls. The Awesomes. Yeah, the, I think I think it was the Awesomes. Who knows? There's been so many of those. Okay, um, uh, man, that show was forgettable. Yeah, um, exactly. But those shows, <laughs> I believe. But at some point, they also then Amen. they then they finally did go to a subscriber model and a hybrid model, whereas the free level. And so it's it, yeah, it's it's and and by the way, Hulu is still sort of, um, you know, they do have a subscription, but again, it's still pretty cheap. It's it's I think it's you can get Hulu for like four ninety nine a month or five ninety nine for the basic Hulu with ads. Um, and so Peacock's not that much different. It just doesn't have as much content. The way I remember oh, Hulu working well, in my brain was that it was free, it was free, it was free. And then when I wanted to move it over to my Xbox or Apple TV, that's the first time I had to pay for it was like going off. off that was interesting. Yeah, that's what I remember. But and then, they, then it was hey, plus. And then yeah. I could then when I could pay for no commercials, then I did that, and then it was then I then it felt like it was worth paying for. Yeah, the same but, here. That's exactly. <laughs> I mean, seriously, not that. Of course, and then of course, then the thing is, Hulu is now in this existential crisis where, for a lot of people, it's like, yeah, I don't care about true. having next day reruns of network shows because I don't watch any network shows. I mean, how many network shows do you guys watch on a regular basis? I couldn't. I can count it on one hand. I think. Yeah. Unfortunately, I mean, really, NBC, you're talking about NBC, ABC, CBS, or Fox, really? I mean, yeah. none. You know, I used yeah. to watch The Good Place. I love right, that. Uh, but now that's off. You know, so yeah. uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I mean, I, I'd say I watch some comedies. I watch Family Guy and American Dad, but the American Dad's TBS now. So the only thing on Fox is Family Guy. Right. You know, yeah, so yeah, you're yeah. right. I, I think yeah. you're right. Uh, but this is the one thing that's interesting that I feel they are differing on is this paywall. It's like, don't get me to watch two episodes of a show and then be like, no, we're not releasing them at all unless you pay. It's not like we're NBC of old where every Thursday there'll be a new one. Even if you don't pay, you just got to watch the ads. They're saying, nope, you get one and then you got to pay. But just, but that's right? interesting. It's, and that's it, it, for their Peacock originals. Yes. There are other shows where you mm -hmm. start the library stuff. Those remain free. You don't just get a few. So you, the stuff that's in the library, yes. And I think that's going to be an interesting thing to see if people get annoyed by the fact that, you know, uh, you know, that people want to watch. Of course, you know, they're lucky that people want to watch Peacock Originals. But yes, you're right. That is sort of a it, it's sort of like it, they need to probably make that clear. And they say, you know, selections for free, but maybe they should let you know before. Hey, we're giving you an episode, but just FYI, it's only one. <laughs> well, you know, what's that's interesting about it as we're right. sitting here looking at it together. Um, you know, it says Peacock Originals and more like the, the, the messaging on this is really funny. They, they have the word free or some uh, similar word in almost all these. So the ones that we're talking about are like intelligence and these Peacock Originals start for free, which means you can right. watch one or two. Then it's free laughs, all the drama at no cost. Like they're definitely trying to pitch the free big screen, binge 100 hours for free. Like maybe if it's one of those things like stop saying it so much, maybe I wouldn't get so mad when I find out really it's not. <laughs> well, I mean, a lot of it, but yeah, like, the thing is a lot of it, right? And I always sound like the Peacock PR person. A lot of it really is free, but, but not some of it. And so that's sort of like, it, it's like, you know, you shouldn't have to go. It gets frustrating to people when you have to, um, you know, figure out and navigate. Is it, is it not? And that's, you know, and that's why, you know, it, you know, rather than wait 18 months, you know, maybe they should have just gotten a chance to do all these deals so that their goal, because their goal is they don't, they don't really think they've yes. got enough to, for long term to be free for most people. So that's the question. It's sort of like, well, if you don't think for a long term it's a business strategy, then why even waste 18 months? Why are you trying to over for just 18 months? Either get your stuff together or bite the bullet and just make it free to everyone. And then eventually, you know, I don't yes, even mind. I, I don't mind the, the, the paying a little bit for some of the stuff. Like I like the idea of having, you know, we, you know, I subscribe, I have cable still. And it's like, this is one of those things where it's like, Jason, just bite the bullet already, but I like having the CBS because we like watching Big Brother together, so we watch the live feed, so there's a need for that. Mm -hmm. I like having access to all this stuff this way, and I wouldn't mind paying for it um, either. It just the, the messaging is just kind of funky with it. And, um, See, there's and so, also how you so sign up for it is really funky, because you can't do it from your like, you can't do it from your um, uh, Apple platform. So I can't like if I'm on my um, if I'm on my Xbox, I need to go to my computer. I got to figure out what it means to get this thing increased, which isn't a big deal, but it's a little bit weird when you're in the middle of trying to watch a show with the kids and and then you try and 
make that switch. It's not, it's not. Yeah, people in 2005 are saying Crimea River. They're like, what? Look at what you <laughs> These 2020 problems, you know. Uh, but that was you're 15 right. years ago now. It's practically a whole other, they, they, they could have a whole other wonder years back then. I want to. That, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. That's I mean, All right. Honestly, so let me, let me I, go ahead. I think, let me just say one thing. I think you raise a really good point. Uh, you know, since they're, they're really making people pay mostly for the, um, the Peacock originals, as well as, weirdly enough, the thing that's weird to me is like half their library content is free, but the other half isn't. So it's like, ooh, you like Everybody Loves Rain, it's free. But ooh, you like, you know, uh, Everybody Hates Chris, you got to pay. What? Um, I think it's actually the reverse. <laughs> yes. But, but it's, 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 it's sort of like, that's just half-assed. Why don't you start with not as much free content, not as much content. Don't do your original shit. Start free. And yes, and just make it all free. If your goal is eventually so that everyone's getting it through their cable company, their internet company, or whatever, through a package because they're Comcast, and that's how they roll. Right. They're all about keeping you in their system. Then wait until you're ready because you're right. People get pissed off. And then when you're ready 18 months from now, they're like, ah, I tried that. I don't need to worry about it. It's, it's You may have given me a topic for another column. <laughs> I believe we did. That's what we do here, Joe. So let me move on to this. Paramount's been moving is moving without remorse, right? The Michael B. Jordan uh, movie to from theatrical to Amazon Prime, which we're seeing a flood of, right? Where uh, right. Hamilton went, you know, from theatrical to Disney Plus, and you know, now what? What's going to happen with like Mulan, uh, Black Widow? Like, what, where, where are we at? Well, so the you know my uh, friend of mine uh, and a colleague you should all follow on Twitter. He's over at CNN Entertainment. Uh, uh, Frank Pallotta. He's written a lot about this. I don't do the movie side as much, but uh, what I do know about it and common sense is the really biggest blockbusters are not going to move over probably to free streaming. Some of them will go the you can pay twenty dollars and see it now, which hmm. I think if you pay twenty dollars you should own it, not rent it, but whatever. Um, I'm with you. Yeah, or, or better yet, make it 25 to own, 20 to rent. That might be a little, you'd, you'd be surprised how many people would just pay the $25. Um, you know, Agreed. so what's happening is the, the, some blogs, some movies that make sense, for example, um, you know, uh, Bill and Ted's 3 is going to be on what's called premium VOD, PVOD, um, for 20 bucks. Other stuff will go to streaming, but not a lot. Um, you know, in some cases, you'll find an Amazon or an Apple who think that hey we we can make some money from that we can we can monetize this we would have you know we think that's good and can move subscriptions there are going to be some of those that are happening the biggest one you know Disney um, Disney doesn't right now they've got enough in their pipeline mm -hmm. that I don't think they need to put something like Mulan um, on Disney Plus if their subscription right. numbers start getting soft maybe they will but Mulan it costs so much to make you know and can by the way also can do so much you know a lot of these movies now. We're saying they're able to be put in theaters internationally because, unfortunately, the rest of the country got their stuff together um, and they're slowly opening movie theaters and somewhat safely. And it's OK, whereas in America, we're not so much, um, you know, they might take some stuff and release it internationally. And then maybe they would um, move it on to the streaming platforms. But the other thing is they also have mm -hmm. these complicated deals in place. You know, if you put Mulan right on Disney Plus, I don't know if they even can do that because Disney has deals with um uh, for some of their movies with, um, not with, uh, I forget which ones, but not everything is automatically guaranteed to go first to Disney plus. Some of it is actually already tied into go to like HBO or, or epics or some of these other companies. So it's, it gets complicated, but there's, there's a lot of different, you said it. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if I'm explaining it, but I'm saying <laughs> no, you're explaining it great, but um, that's, but because it is so complicated, that's why we need you on the show to talk to people are swimming upstream with all this stuff. Like right now, I think AT&T just lost uh, what a million or something subscribe pay TV subscribers. TV. Right. Yeah. Right. And then, uh, what, what are they on? Uh, they're on par for 8 million or something to quit the traditional bundle over the next year. And Netflix is not on half of the broadband. So uh, are we seeing this done? Cable is cable and satellite done yes and no um i think what you're seeing with these companies is they're saying they um what they say is they only want the best customers which i think that means the oldest <laughs> and the ones who have enough disposable income that they don't care that they want the ease because cable is in some ways easier right you just go you flip the channel it's there and a lot of people like that they don't want to do this thing where they constantly have to will you back with trial offers and this and that plus these big companies that make content uh, keep asking for more money to carry their networks, and that becomes really expensive. And also sports. Um, I, I right. think, you know, as long as you still have sports, there's going to be some sort of cable bundle. But on the other hand, you know, mm. um, the new NFL deals are going to be negotiated over the next six months. Um, the big companies that own these rights have said, we want streaming rights. 
uh, they may well, Disney might just say eventually, like, yeah, we'll have a window on ABC, but, you know, you, you better get ESPN Plus if you want to watch all the NFL games or as more NFL games. So um, I, I, I don't think it's going away quite yet, but it's definitely going to evolve into something else. And I think cable will be sort of a, a way to sort of um, 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 get people into certain ecosystems. But, um, you know, I don't know. I don't. It, people have been predicting the death of cable forever, but I think it's definitely going to bottom out at maybe half as many as what it was ten years ago. Um, well, you brought up something very interesting while you're just talking with sports. So um, let me. It just popped in my head. But if I'm the commissioner of the NFL or the NBA or the MLB, tell me right now why I don't just start the MLB streaming and every game's on there. And if you want it, you subscribe to me, and now I have all your data, and I don't have to share with anybody. I think they make more that way. No, if you look at the one um, sport that sort of stuck with traditional broadcast TV for almost everything, and that's the NFL, Mm -hmm. their ratings have gone up the most because they're the most accessible. I think with Mm -hmm. some sports, it might make sense. I mean, tennis, by the way, you can get a premium version of the tennis channel that lets you get a whole bunch of tennis games. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's through the league, but I think they have an, uh, something with it. And, and, and look, the sports leagues do. I mean, NFL has the NFL channel. MLB has MLB.com. So that does happen to some degree. I think they prefer to allow other people pay a crap ton of money. That's more than trying <laughs> to go on their fees. own. Build the infrastructure. Hire the, you know, it's a lot. So for right now, I think, right. you know, I don't think we're, as long as you've got people like Disney and, and NBC Universal and Comcast willing to just, you know, sign over, you know, their, their firstborn to get these sports rights. It'll stay that way. I, I see well, one of our listeners. I'm interested ahead, about that too, because you know, the, it feels like sports is a way to keep broadcast TV on, right? Because you want live, right? So the the, the urge is to the 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 knee jerk reaction is to buy live sports shows to keep the traditional broadcast television afloat. If there's no traditional broadcast television, does does that uh, does that? I mean, I don't know. This is all conjecture, and I don't know if well, does that still make it value as valuable anymore since it's well, not we're live. Yeah, I mean, well, there's still. I mean, we're seeing this sort of play out with uh, Fox, right? So Fox, now that they're no longer part of Disney and, and and or they're no longer part of 20th Century Fox and they don't own their own studio, they've cut back and changed the kinds of scripted programming they do, um, and they're really leaning on a lot of sports, um, and they're finding a way to make it sort of work. Um, I, I think broadcast. Look, broadcast still does news. Broadcast still has, you know, you it's still. Um, you know, a lot of people watch Jeopardy. A lot of people watch news, 10 million, much more than on cable. There's still a value ecosystem. And by the way, you can get broadcast for free. And I think we're seeing more people also realize that they can get some their streaming services, get an antenna um, and 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 watch it for free. And, you know, Amazon makes products. I think Google's going to start making products that let you take your broadcast signals and record it. You know, there's something called Amazon Recast a lot of people know about, but you can hook an antenna up to it and get all the broadcast channels and, and you know, and a whole bunch of these little mini networks that you get from digital uh, broadcast. Really? Um, and you can record it, yeah, at Google, Amazon Recast, or wait until September because they're probably coming out with some new products that are even better than the first generation. But yeah, and they're working on program guides to bring it all together. So, um, you know, you don't have to pay for uh, your 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 big sports if you do for ESPN. But if you you know the stuff that you get on your broadcast stations, you can get that for free as long as it's sunny outside and you got the right kind of antenna. <laughs> well, that's true. Right, <laughs> you have to live in the right place. Get it on your roof, though. Get it on your roof, yeah. and it'll definitely. It's uh, it's a new, it's a brave new world. You could, you could, you can get TV in your house through through the magic of radio waves. You don't even need internet or dial, you know. In, the kids, the, the people under thirty, are, the people <laughs> under thirty are completely amazed when I tell, sometimes tell them that they're like, "What do you mean you can get it? What's an antenna?" And it's like, "Oh God." <laughs> oh yeah, this is how it's going to be. But that's why I think we're we're facing this. And I, I you know, listen, well, a, a few of our listeners were asking, "What do you think the, you know, I, I don't know if this is too vague, but what do you think the the outlook is in the next twenty years?" Actually, I'd say 10. How about yeah. 10 years from now? Um, in 10 years from now, I will be shocked if we still have four big broadcast networks as we've known them. Um, I, I think mm. you know they will go direct to, 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 to streaming, as it were. Um, you know, uh, or, but, but will we still have something? Although I think they, they won't do the same thing. I think we might still have an ABC, CBS, NBC, but they'll be dramatically different. I mean, I think... You know, there's still 
people still watch local news, although not as much as they used to. There's a lot of advertisers. There are a lot of people who don't want to pay. Um, and and so I think for that, I think that it will still continue, but it's going to be the whole idea of a new fall season with 10 new shows all season and very expensive stuff. Yeah, that's going away. It's already sort of going away right now. You know, it's, it's especially during the summertime. It's just pitiful to see the broadcast ratings, even when they do do originals. Um, you know, they're getting their yeah. asses handed to them by by, you know, reruns of the Big Bang Theory. It's, you know, the well, old network right. shows are beating the new network shows. You know, uh, Herman's. Herman's head. That is a deep cut. Herman's head. Yeah. The both Fox shows on Sunday night. Oh, that's awesome. I'm old. Um, but Bob's Burgers, uh, oftentimes uh, a rerun on Adult Swim or TBS will get a bigger number among, especially among people under 35, than the first run brand new episode that's on Fox Broadcasting. Because people under 30 do not know where network TV is. And as they become the bulk of the 18 to 49 demographic, then yeah, I think that, you know, I do wonder what broadcast can become. But I've, people have been saying broadcast is dying for literally 40 years and it still isn't. They said it when cable came on board and it didn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they said the same thing about movies when radio came on board and TV and it survived. I don't think it completely dies off. But yeah, it radically, you know, n- no one is signing multi-million dollar deals to do um, radio shows like they did in the 30s relatively speaking mm-hmm. um you know but people are still listening to radio now they're just doing it on what you guys are doing called a podcast so tv sort of changes and maybe tv as we know it will be a different way so everyone yeah to, uh, we got it we're, we're gonna wrap it up pretty quick but i, I yeah, did have I a couple questions um one from jesse was asking it as far as the sustainability of so many different streaming platforms do you think in 10 years that we still see all these Streaming platforms, or does it end up like cable where we have like two or three of them and we're actually starting to pick channels? Is there ever a chance where we could pick by the show? Or is it, are we going to have 85,000 apps forever? I don't think we'll have 85,000 apps. Um, we might still have some specialty apps. I think we're probably going to have between five and seven really big apps. Um, and even that could change. I mean, it, I don't rule out the fact mm-hmm. that. Disney and Netflix at some point merge, right? There could be some mega giant merger. Uh, but they're still going to want to get yes. your money from you in effective ways. So it may be in their sense of like, you know, split it up a little bit. Um, you know, the question is, and we're going to see this a little bit too in the fall, keep your eye on Google. They're going to rebrand their Chromecast, according to reports, as sort of Nest TV. And they're really working. The big race is um, how to get you all your apps and all your TV as easily as possible. That's a lot of what's going on, by the way, with this whole battle between Roku and, and everyone else is Roku and, 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 and Amazon, especially Amazon Fire TV. They want to make it as easy as possible for you to subscribe and get your TV through their ecosystem. Apple's trying to do the same thing. You know, what? as long as I can feel the same temperature as uh, is on Better Call Saul in my house so that my, my <laughs> as long as those two things are connected so that when it's 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 hot outside in New Mexico, it's hot in my my room while I'm watching the show. Then I'm complete. You're good. Just yeah. take your Google. Oh yeah, yeah, your Google Nest exactly. Or your Google Nest. <laughs> but you can call it up on your speaker or whatever. So it's exactly. Which is weird, by the way. Yeah, Nest Home is now like it's weird. So the crazy. thing that started out as the thermostat is now where your smart speaker. So I, it's just bizarre. Yeah. Um, I had one other question, and and maybe this is this is probably a little bit different. Bandwidth wise, I doesn't feel like we could sustain this many people. If everybody was watching TV through cable, like everybody, like I couldn't play video games anymore. Is well, there I, any concern about that? Or do you hear much? I, about I, I don't know a lot about it, but I have read reports, you know, there have been auctions on spectrum, sort of the broadcast, the state local stations have given back some of their UHF signals and other stuff. So the FCC has been slowly taking back some of that spectrum and reallocating it, reallocating it to, to Wi-Fi. Um, also, 5G is coming in, which I don't know how that works exactly, but I know that a lot is going through 5G. So I don't know. I, I, I'm not a provider, but I'm sure they'll find a way to expand it and cost and make well, us pay a lot more for it. Well, because it feels like a scam, right? It, and it, and it kind of <laughs> is in its own weird way like, that you, you're, you're buying your cable Internet from your cable provider who's also providing you apps that is absorbing that even though your bandwidth for cable is on a separate stream. So you listen, you, you can watch cable without affecting your Internet. But the minute you start watching these apps, it affects the internet that you're paying for from the cable provider who's also providing you the cable. Um, well, this, yeah, this you was, lost me already. Well, no, I'm this, already this swimming. This is uh, this is exactly true, and that could change soon, though. But that's called net neutrality, and that's you know when the Trump administration got rid of net neutrality, they opened the door for someone like Comcast to say, "Hey, 
if you really want to, you know, watch all your TV, stick with Comcast with our Xfinity product, and not only can you stream Peacock for free, but you can do our Flex bundle and all your other apps and even Netflix. But you got to go through us. And but oh, it's going to cost 120 bucks. But it's but hey, look what a bargain this is, you know. But if you want to do it the old-fashioned way, well, no, you're going to have to pay through the nose. And it, and that's what you know some of these big companies. That's why Netflix was so brutally uh, opposed to the end of net neutrality. But now that's what we have, and 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 that's exactly what what's going to happen is these big cable companies are going to try to find a way uh, to extort this, people and and make it harder for people. You just said something which is extort people. Sorry, I just want to jump in because it's this reminds me like it's going to end up like the old like in the 80s and 70s, like the old commission of the mobs who had the cement club and they all had like the eight cement companies that did two million or over in jobs and they took their two percent from all the eight companies. It was a commission of the mob bosses. That's what I feel is going to happen in the streaming wars. There's going to be an Adirondack commission and then all these guys are going to get together and go, all right, there's going to be five of us. We all decide what everybody does with the data we cut in who we want and uh nobody messes with us so we're gonna you know break an egg over your head that's what and with that <laughs> cue, the, cue, the, cue the journey song and we'll say goodbye in the middle of this podcast i should just hit disconnect right now and like <laughs> just drop out and can you get a, can you, we'll play a fake busy signal the whole time too it'll be like <laughs> joe i i want to thank you so Don't much for coming on yes. and talking to us all this this was that went way too fast man that was uh yeah. that was 45 minutes uh but we definitely could have gone longer. We really appreciate you being here. Uh, no, yeah, thank it's very you. fulfilling. Very thank you. Man. Please come back. Absolutely. Oh, amazing. Thank you so much, Joe. Thanks, guys. We'll talk to you soon, ladies and gentlemen. Joe Adeline. Uh, I mean, again, this is what's going on. The streaming war, as Joe said, uh, everyone's confused. Everyone doesn't get it. They don't know where to tune in anymore. Mm-mm. No, it, it makes it tricky. I, I, I mean, the, the cleanest way to do it still is like, you know, you either stream it or you buy it, right? You can buy all the, mm-hmm. most of the shows. You can't buy everything on Netflix yet, but like, if you wanted to really make a, like a, a, a concerted effort to stay away from all this stuff, you used to be able to, cause you could buy most of the content that's on broadcast the next day, or you could buy the season pass for a show and get every episode, you know, 12, 12 hours after it was uh, right. released on cable. But now that all Peacock and, now Netflix and everything are offering these originals that can't be found anywhere. And some of them are really, really good. It makes it tough to, to say no. Like, I don't want to not have, you know, we have the Doom right. Patrol, right? The Doom Patrol is on HBO Max. Right. Before it was on HBO Max, it was on uh, DC YouTube. Universe Online. Who gives a shit about DC Universe Online? None, none of the shows were on there were any good, you know, but this show was. Right. And I had to keep it for that. And there was like one show that would keep me on, one show that would keep me on. But the rest of the thing, I, I have all, I own so many all the dc uh animated shows i i have them in my collection so i don't need to watch them right. on there so it's not worth it yeah, you're the that. exception yeah you're the right. exception I, you know you and i are, are definitely exceptions and not the rule most people are not even they don't have a tenth of what we have right and i'm not saying rich wise i'm saying content wise like we have yeah. every app everything we're very involved in this but that's tough them, I, my dad just wants the best deal it's 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 the same thing with video games for me. I have Xbox and PlayStation and Nintendo, and I can't not have all of them because right. there's one or two great things on each. There's no way to you know the only and proprietary. And, but the only thing keeping all those things from being shared is money. The 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 need to keep those things walled, right? And that's the that's the trick it comes with all back this to stuff. data. Yeah, right. That's where we started. It comes back to data. All the things you think that this is about streaming content, who's going to own the marketplace? It's all about data. Yeah. Whoever owns well, data owns you. Well, this is also, you know, and we don't have a ton of time to get into it. This is what gives rise to piracy. Yes. Right? Yes. This is the entire reason that, that uh, Napster got created with audio, but then Popcorn Time and Kazaa and all these other things have come up and, and streaming and, and, and the, you know, Pirate Bay and whatever, however you get your stolen, you know, content. This is why that exists. Yeah. The bit torrents or whatever. This is what does it because I want one show, um, you know, I want one show on this one thing that I'm not going to be able to get anywhere else. And you're going to make me pay $30 for that one show. No, I'm going to steal it. You know, and I'm not talking, I don't do that anymore. I've stopped doing that. Um, I, I not right, because we work in this. I mean, I yeah. just spent, you know, you spend $130 for the entire 11 seasons of modern family, because if you want seasons, seasons are sold off like, Oh, this channel can have seasons four and eight, you know, yeah. You can't get them all unless you want to buy them or you're going to go steal it. Yep. 
And, and, and Jesse says, you know, Pluto and other streaming apps are out there. And Pluto's great. We actually have some shows that we've done through some for some of our friends and and through Starburns for 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 Pluto. And I like these channels and some of these streaming options. You know, but again, Pluto and all these free streaming apps are taking so much data. They're they're making all their money off data. Yes. Um, right, but they are free and they are your subscribe your fees. Sorry, go ahead, Jason. But they are giving you content. But you know, but when you start talking about, you know, Game of Thrones, I'm using this example, not that it's relevant anymore, but it is relevant in something that's hmm. all encompassing, right? This was something that everybody was watching, but not everybody had HBO. So everybody's sharing streams or what doing whatever they're doing, but they're stealing it because they have to. And HBO kind of knew that that was happening. They don't care because their premium service is where they were making all their money. It's just mm -hmm. crazy to think like. You you know you split this up again. You know if you want to watch you know uh, intelligence season episode two and you don't want to pay six dollars because that's all you're watching, a lot of people are just going to go grab it off the torrents. Yeah, or they're just going to go up. Oh, I forgot all about you. Yep. And that's it. It's over. And by the way, if I'm an actor or a producer, or a content provider, you know, uh, which I am, I. That is something that is not at all intriguing to me. I don't want to go create a show for Peacock that the only way people get to watch it is if they're able to afford to pay for it. Uh, you know, like if you don't already have something where people are paying for it, I'm not in. And this is a lot to ask, especially with everything out there. And you're right. It is going to be an uptick in the, uh, you know, in the uh, piracy. It's almost every time they split it. Like you look at it, like if you look at it, it's kind of like an amoeba, right? And you have this is this encompasses all uh, back in the the fifties or sixties seventies. That's all TV, right? And then you turn that right. into okay. Now we have cable and we have broadcast, and then you have even more and even more. The more it bifurcates, and the more that there that you have to have in order to make something happen, the more inclined somebody's going to go like to stop wasting their time trying to figure out what to do, and are just going to go other channels. Right. I mean, you know, and it's all it's under the guise of freedom of speech, you know, because, oh, well, uh, you know, the FCC doesn't give us the ability to curse or to show nudity or so let's make cable. But really, again, this is all under the guise of collecting all your information. And if you love content, then you're going to give it away like I do, you know, but if you care, <laughs> this is like you have no privacy anymore. Right. That's a fact. Oh, I mean. Uh, if you, you have get an emails, Jason, before I forget this, do you get emails like that are spam, but they come from someone that like you haven't spoken to in like five years, but it's from your phone book. Like it's from your, I, I don't think I've seen one from my phone. I think I've seen people that look like people I know. I'm, and again, I have a very common name with some very commonly named family. So it's a little bit trickier for me to disseminate which are which, but, uh, um, you know, they, they trick you all the time, but they do, you know, the things that are always the funniest are the ones where you're watching something on one box and then you get an advertisement for it somewhere else. Right. Where you're looking at something over here. Uh, you it's know. instant. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. It's instantaneous. That's how fast this is happening. And there's no real escape from it anyway. So at this point, you might as well just give it up. But now if we're giving it up, let, why do we have to play the guise of acting like you really give a shit about our subscription? fee right right well because Don't make us pay still, for that we're giving you our data sorry jace go uh, because i think there still is otherwise it becomes a ponzi scheme like if everybody's just selling data to the next person selling data to the next person selling data who's actually creating the content and actually monetizing somewhere you have to have a place mm -hmm. where there's an actual business model in there that that, that that you're making that money i think and okay i i wonder you know and you always look at these pieces like okay so the, you know which money goes to what thing right all of them are, you know there's there's all those line items so is the, is the is the money that's going towards from that they're earning from data mining actually going back into creating new content or is that money going towards creating new you know new technologies to steal more content and is the money that's coming from the subscriptions what they're using to sustain their you know their production budgets i don't know but that that could also be a very simple reason of is accounting yeah, it's like Dante's Inferno, though. You do, <laughs> the more you get into it, the deeper you get uh, into the levels. It's yeah. like, you know, where does it all end? At what point? I think we are going to see the truncation of a lot of these big ones. Like Joe mentioned, maybe it'll be Disney and Netflix, you know, some major, since the yeah. antitrust laws are gone anyway. Yeah. yeah, I mean, after we were talking yeah. yesterday, I, I'm, I, I feel like it's just a matter of days before Disney or, or Apple buys Netflix, too. You know, and, you know, to bring it back to our, you know, our industry, and you know, I'll call it our industry, for the sake of just anything in, that has to do with audio or people listening to stuff. Uh, we saw Spotify buy some, make some big, big purchases. We've also now seen um, mm -hmm. uh, Sirius XM buy the largest independent uh, podcast kind of company with mid roll and Earwolf and all that stuff. That's the guys that have my favorite murder and, 
and work with you know basically everybody that's not Joe Rogan at a certain size. They have a relationship with Conan and his team or Team Coco. They have relationships all over the place. So that's being bought. You know, you're looking, you're seeing this happen any, everywhere that you're seeing this consolidation of marketplace when, you know, when things feel like it's time and then it'll probably break up again, you know, and I could see, you know, Netflix okay. and all, you know, it, it's, it's amazing to me and I understand why they're doing it to a point, but it also doesn't make sense keeping Disney plus and Hulu separate, right? It's all owned by the same company. Disney owns both of them, right? But they're separating it. So they have the rated R stuff and their other stuff, which I think is bullshit. They're just trying to make more money and they're trying to keep it so they can have ABC and NBC in the same place for a little while. But that's all going to change, right? NBC is going to move all their shit to Peacock, right? That's starting, right? So, but 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 really, it's it's worrisome because these are direct. I mean, listen, I'm not an, uh, I'm not a lawyer, but this feels like direct violations yeah. of antitrust laws, right? It, it, it does, you know. And I think that the one thing that I'll say about this that's a little bit different is if you know, and and maybe it's not, but it feels like at least you know the content's still good. Like they're still making things that we want to see. They still have to, they have to. They have to go that direction. It's not like, it's not like a utility company where it's electricity and you don't really care if it's what who, what kind of electricity you're getting from your house. You just want it, right? This is oh right. well. If you're not making my AMC style shows, I'm not watching your shit, and you're not going to win. So at least there's some motivation for them to still please us in that way, even if they're trying to, you know, they're going to start gouging us on cost. Yeah, I mean, you know, listen, it is going to have to. It's going to have to consolidate to some degree because people aren't going to put up with it. And they put up with it. I don't even think they're going to get mad. They're just going to be like, eh, I just don't know about that now. Yeah. Well, and, and that might, and you know, lose market share. Well, what worry, and that, that's the part that worries me about television at a certain extent, but, and, and it, it happens in games and movies a little bit too, is there was, you know, th there was something a little bit more magical, maybe in my version of the nineties in my brain and part version of the nineties. And even in the eighties, what I imagine it being water cooler talk, talking about an event right. that everybody's seen together. Um, and there's still some of that stuff on Twitter, so you can find it and expand it. But there's a little bit less of that at the local level. It's hard. You can't go to work and, um, you know, go to the office and expect that everybody's seen the exact same show you watched unless it's something big. Like if, maybe if it's the Oscars or the Super Bowl, maybe. But if you're talking about a show like, oh, hey, did you catch the Game of Thrones? No spoilers. I haven't, I'm not watching. I got to stream it. I got to borrow it. I got to wait. So you can't really have those localized, like one-on-one -on -one conversations about content the way you could 20 years ago when there were when you kind of had to watch it all together and i'm not trying to oh, go back five years that. ago yeah and i don't want to go back to that at all don't get me wrong i love being able to watch everything on demand i just wish there was a place so at least everybody could be watching some of the same shows right and that that we you know yes you know because yes, that's exactly. what really makes me sad is one my, one of my buddies a netflix buddy one of my buddies a hulu buddy and i'm i'm a peacock guy so we never watch the same right. tv again for the rest of our lives we just live yeah, parallel and, and lives loses. with no shared experience <laughs> Yeah, you're right. Well, that's funny. But it also, it loses the, uh, the what you're talking about, I think is important is, uh, you know, event TV. You know, it lo we, we've, we've really lost that to a degree. That's what I liked about what we did with Betty Broderick and why we're looking for another show as such to, to do that week to week where we have to wait each week. We're all watching the same thing and we're all talking about the same thing. And uh, I, I do think we're going to lose some of that, man, if not all of it. Eventually, where you know, this is and in video games, we're seeing it too. We're seeing the consolidation. We're seeing the EA uh, access and the PS Plus, right? Xbox yeah, well, has their version. Well, you know, Xbox. You know, going a little bit off subject, and I want to get back to Jesse's question here. Um, mm -hmm. The Xbox actually has a system, and so does Apple, where they can run all their games on other systems through a like what we were talking about. There's a stream. There's streaming for games too, where all the game is actually played on a server, and you could just download it to whatever console you have, whatever screen you have. We talked about it a little bit a couple of weeks ago. Now, H Xbox really wanted to try and get this particular system on the Nintendo Switch and potentially on the PlayStation so you can play Xbox games anywhere. No interest from Nintendo mm -hmm. and Sony in have, helping, uh -huh. al just even allowing it. They don't even have to do anything. They just have to allow the thing to be no interest, right? There is no interest in trying to make these things all tie back together. Yeah, uh, Steve Jobs had the same philosophy. He wanted yep. absolutely nothing to be integrated with Apple, yep. just yep. Apple, yep. right? I mean, this is a this is a steadfast, long time business philosophy that you know you work and you become Steve Jobs, or no one hears you. Yep. I mean, you have the two choices. <laughs> There's no middle ground with that yep. philosophy. Yeah. And then uh, Jesse's asking, do you think they're phasing out big brokerage movies to re and reset expectations for quality and production value? We've had this talk a little bit too, and I, I don't necessarily think they're phasing out big budget though. 
you know, based on right now, I don't know when they're going to be making a lot of the big budget stuff. We're going to have, you know, all right. our all our 2021 show, movies are all going to be our 2020 movies, and so they're going to have a little bit of time to collect. But I do think, and we've been talking about this with uh, uh, the the Netflix movies that have come out. I do think that this is a cool thing that they're that we start getting uh higher you know more indie movies and more mid mid budget movies that medium are medium budgets of medium 40 budget. to 80 million yeah which is still incredibly high as far as i'm concerned but yes yeah, that's it that's an entire episode if you want to talk about production costs and 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 where it's at and why i mean listen that would be something where we could really take a moment and dig into the idea of like could you shave the actual production costs like that's where maybe you start yeah Oh yeah. Uh, well, again, I, I'm starting on a whole other thing now, and I don't really want to because yeah, this is big enough. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, it is. Oh, done. Shit, we're done. Wow. Guys. Oh my. Oh my. We're we'll be done. Back. We will be back. We maybe. will. Okay, everybody, have a wonderful, wonderful. That went fast, Jason. Have a wonderful weekend. We'll see you uh, on Monday. Stay safe. Stay sane. Stay strong, Jason Smith. Everybody, thank you so much. It's been a wonderful week. We'll see you next. Next week. Love ya. Love ya. A podcast network.